0: Welcome back to episode 10 of That's Business Podcast with yours truly, Angela Bucciolato. Today we're going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to provide you more of a market update. We're going to talk about what the heck is happening. We're going to talk about, is there really an employee shortage, working from home, when is a good time to start your business, and more. This one's going to be jam-packed. A lot of opinions are going to happen on this, but I'm so excited. The reason I wanted to do this is because I get asked this every single day. What's going on in the market? Is it a good time to look? Is it how do I decide if the offer is right? How do I find a good job? What, where the hell do I start is what I get asked every single day. So I want to give a little backstory of how we got to where we are today in 2022. Back in 2020, when the pandemic hit, mass layoffs. Everyone was in fear. Nobody knew what the heck this pandemic was everyone was afraid of losing their jobs. Thousands of people were laid off, a lot of very horrible situations. I had even some clients that weren't even given notice. They found out they were fired because they tried to log into their laptop and was to, were denied access. A lot of companies did some people dirty back in 2020. As we know, lots of restaurants were all restaurants were closed. A lot of people were laid off in the service industry. And had to figure out what the heck to do in order to survive when they relied greatly on that income. So a lot of what happened was the service workers, whether it was in a restaurant, hospitality, they got, air quote, corporate jobs. Had to survive, right? So then fast forward when restaurants were starting to open again, get, I don't want to say back to normal, but in 2021, pandemic was what people thought was nearing the end and more companies were starting to hire. So all these people that were laid off got these new jobs outside of the service industry. So on the corporate side, these employers came back and said, oh, we actually have these huge budgets now because we laid off all these people and saved a bunch of money, so now we need to hire people as soon as possible. So that's when the headline started of, oh, there's, there's there's no worker shortage, blah, blah, blah. There were all these things happening, right? So then what happened... As employees started to realize, I don't want to go back into the office. I really enjoy working from home. And that's where the whole notion of wanting to work from home full-time started. So now here we are in 2022. You're reading the headlines that say, nobody wants to work. Everyone's working from home. Nobody's working. Everyone's living off the government, right? You see these? I know you see them because I see them all the time. Let's talk about something here. There is no such thing as a worker shortage here, Okay. We have more people in the workforce now more than ever. We've had people, especially service workers, because they're the number one people in in headlines. We've had service workers get told, go get a real job. So during the pandemic, when they were forced to, they went and got a corporate job. And they didn't want to go back. I want to tell you that administrative assistants with no experience at all, starting pay is $15 an hour. You can go look it up yourself. I'll show you plenty of jobs. Some pay $30 and $40 an hour just to work from home, do some administrative tasks. I would sign up for that. So when the restaurants call these employees back and say, hey, we need you, these employees are saying, no, I'm not, I'm not going back. I found a different job. If you've never worked in a restaurant, let me tell you something. Restaurant workers, wait staff, get paid anywhere from $2 an hour to $5 an hour. Some minimum wage, some maybe a whopping $10 an hour. But let's make something clear here. Would you decide to go work at a job for $2 an hour and and rely on other people to tip you Or would you rather work from home in your pajamas and do administrative assistant tasks? I know what I would do. And let's be clear here, too. I worked in the service industry. I actually still do. My uncle started his own restaurant, opened a new restaurant, Rescue Rooster and Warren, go check it out. And he needs help. It's hard to find good help right now. It is. He's paying paying fair wages, but a lot of people waitressing any wait staff it's hard work it's a lot of hard work and especially having to put your eggs in one basket for a restaurant that's just opening up and getting the word out it's hard to do so i've been helping him working on the weekends where i can the amount of work that goes into waitressing is insane i have aches and pains in places i didn't know i could have aches and pains standing on your feet for that long it's non-stop it's constant it's a lot of juggling. It's a lot of work. It's a mental drain. It's a physical drain. So let's be clear. When you go in and you go complain into these restaurants and say, oh, well, this dad took too long and this is terrible and this is shitty service and I'm never coming back. Go get that job then. You have so much to say. Why don't you go work in, in one of these corporate jobs? or I'm sorry, one of these wait staff jobs. Because they're hiring everywhere. You think you could do better? Go right ahead. Do it. But I'm so sick of hearing these headlines of saying, there's a worker shortage. Nobody wants to work. Last year, as I've said, we worked with 850 some people. I probably talked to over 1,500 people last year. Okay. I would say maybe a good 10% of those were actually unemployed. So I don't know where people are getting these numbers that people are living off the government. Because anyone I know that's fought for unemployment has been brought to tears because it's so frustrating. It's run around with these questions and answers. And you know if you don't get them the right information or God forbid you feel something out wrong because you're human, you're screwed. You're royally screwed. So I want you, when you think that, please, find me someone that's doing that. Are there people? Sure. But for you to say, oh, well, people are living off and nobody's working. I don't know anyone that's not working. I know people, I'm working with people who are trying to better themselves and are trying to get these bigger jobs and are trying to break into these industries and don't know where to start. Those are the people I'm working with and I'm talking to. So if it came down to you making $2 an hour and relying on tips for to some assholes who probably still won't tip you, what would you decide? I would decide to work from home and make good money. I would decide to start my own business because I can more than ever. The opportunities are endless right now for people. So when you're going to sit here and talk about there's no employee, nobody wants to work, please. Anyone that's saying that is a horrible, toxic boss. What's happened during this pandemic is people realize what they're worth and they know what they're not worth what's not worth their time. It's not worth their time to put in long hours to a company that gives two shits about them. It's not worth their time to miss their kids, their family, their friends' special occasions just to work. And if you're still in this capacity that you're working crazy hours and you're going home and stressed out and just beyond belief, just remember if you were to die They would have you replaced before your funeral. So why are you going to put so much time and effort into a job that quite frankly doesn't give a shit about you? And if you're still trying to figure out how to get out of this, there is hope. I was you back in 2018, 2019. I worked for a company I gave my all to. Nothing was ever good enough. I got fired from my job. Tune into episode five to hear that story. But I understand that and you feel lost and you feel like you can't get out and you're seeing these headlines and you're seeing everyone getting new jobs and you're seeing everyone so happy, take it with a grain of salt. Yes, people are getting new jobs. That's a fact. But don't for a second compare yourself to others. Those same people who are saying how great and happy and wonderful they are, are those same people in my inbox saying, oh, Angela, I need to, I need a new job. I'm so miserable. But nobody ever posts about that. You never see those posts of people who are miserable. Nobody comes out and says it till after they leave. So don't you dare compare yourself to others. That was a bit of a rant about the service industry, but you know my thoughts. And let's move on to what's happening on the corporate side. More people are jumping ship than ever before. I've written more resumes of people with 20 to 30 years of experience at the same company than I ever have before. Reason being is people can only be kicked down so many times before they're saying, you know what? I'm done. Screw this. I'm out. I'm done. Because this job is not worth your time. You're spending 40 hours a week, if not more, at an organization that doesn't give a shit about you. You've been denied promotions over and over. You've been denied raises. Enough is enough. You need to do what's best for you. If you're at this job, and this is this is something I'm getting a lot often, if you're at a job that you really like the people you work with, but you hate your boss or you hate like the head of the company, take yourself out of that situation. If your work friends left, if your boss left, would you stay at that company? If the answer is no, then you need to get out. You don't know what these people are doing. I've worked with coworkers who didn't know each other was looking for a job, but I just happened to work with both of them at the same time. You have to take the time to do what's best for you. It's not crazy. I had a client the other day who told me he thought, well, my job's not that bad. I mean, it's okay. I mean, like I get paid decent, but and my boss is okay. It's not horrible. It could be worse. How do we get to this point where we think it's okay that we have an okay boss and a mediocre pay and that's Okay. We've gotten so stuck into just feeling stuck. We've accepted this mediocrity into, oh, well, this is how it's always supposed to be. No, you can like your job. You can wake up and feel energized. You can wake up and excited to go to work or excited to do whatever that job is. We've just been beaten down so many times. And you just accept this as the norm. I want you to think about work PTSD. Talked about this before, but it is a very real thing. Work PTSD comes from you having a bad boss, a bad manager, bad clients, you name it. It happens with my employees. I've had my longest employee has been with me going on two years. And we've almost solved it for her. Sometimes it'll come up once in a while, but she's at the point where she knows I will never disrespect her. I will never call her out. I will never deny her PTO or flex time or anything. My other two employees were still working on, but it's okay. You can find a boss that respects you. You can find someone that sees your vision and wants to see you grow. You can find a company that feels at home to you that you genuinely call your coworkers and your boss your friends. And if you're laughing at me on the other end, listening to this, It's time for you to leave. So many of the people I talk to are just saying it's time to go. It's time to go. There is no reason your phone cannot, you cannot be done with work at the end of the day. You should not be logging in. You should not be putting in extra hours, especially when you're a salaried employee and not getting extra overtime. We've come to accept the bare minimum. And how I'm sure some are thinking, well, how do I know if it's, if I should leave? I'm seeing all these headlines. I'm seeing everything that's out there. How do I know if it's time to leave or not? If you're going home at night and you lay in bed and you're anxious beyond belief, if you've heard the term Sunday scaries, you know, you have that overarching fear of the next day of Monday is just unbearable to think about. If you have that every single day, It's time to leave. If your boss has no boundaries and messages you, texts you, emails you, calls you, and says, I need this done immediately, when it's after hours, you need to go. If your company, the company you work for, is sending emails about record-breaking profits, the most profitable year they've ever had, but they can't give you a five grand increase in salary, it's time to go. There are 5 million other stories I could tell you, and some of them are not even obvious. If you feel you're underpaid, it's time to go. If you haven't gotten a raise in five years, it's time to go. I have another client who was like, well, I could say, you know, my vacation time gets approved and I don't have to fight for that. What? You're going to stay because your vacation time gets approved that you are literally entitled to? You're going to stay because of that? That's the reason that you're going to stay? That's wild to me. We've accepted so much shitty behavior that this has become the norm. You deserve to get a raise. You deserve to have flex time. You deserve to work 40 hours a week and nothing more. You deserve to have some nights out. You deserve to put your phone off and turn off your work notifications and not worry about them till the next day. This can happen. What you have to do when you're interviewing, you have to put yourself out there and see what else is out there. How are you going to find out if you don't? You have to see what other options you have, what other things are there for you, because there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And if you don't see that, that's okay. Let me help you get there.